you're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. We're the business development resource for group practice owners, where we talk candidly about business ownership and leadership. From practice building tips to live coaching to real talk episodes with other group practice owners, we're the resource you've been looking for to help you grow your group practice. I'm your host, group practice owner and entrepreneur, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is an online EHR, practice management, and billing software designed for mental health professionals. Therapy Notes has everything you need to manage patient records, schedule appointments, create rich documentation, and bill insurance right at your fingertips. They offer free and unlimited live support seven days a week. Their streamlined software is accessible wherever and whenever you need it. To get two free months, go to www.therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting, an accounting firm that works specifically with private practices. They do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. On top of that, they can help you set up your profit first systems. Go to greenoakaccounting.com and mention the group practice exchange for $100 off your first month. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Group Practice Exchange podcast. Uh, today I have Russell Dubois from uh, Blueprint. He's the director of operations, cl- clinical operations, right? Yep, correct. Yeah, at Blueprint. And um, for those of you that don't know Blueprint, he's going to be talking a little bit about what that company does and um, how it's becoming even more relevant as time goes. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about values-based outcomes in group practice and what Blueprint does to help on that. So hi, Russell. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is great. Yeah. So why don't we start off with um, telling me a little bit about you and a little bit about Blueprint, and then we'll circle into um, how Blueprint specifically uh, supports group practices and what values-based outcomes are for those that don't know what it means and why this is becoming increasingly important in our uh, field. Wonderful. Sounds great. So so just a little bit about me. So I'm a psychologist by training. Uh, my background is sort of a mixture of research and clinical practice. Um, I've always been interested in measurement and this idea of using data in creative ways to understand our clients in a different way than we might be used to traditionally. Um, I I think our field for a long time has thought of assessment and measurement as something that only psychologists do. Like like either you refer a client out for formal psychological testing, it's expensive, it's time consuming, or you just sort of go about your job doing therapy as usual. Um, But the really cool thing is that our our field's beginning to to change and embrace technology a bit more than we used to. And with that comes opportunities to bring what I believe to be really important changes to the way we provide care. And at at the heart of all this change are new ways we can understand our clients through the power of data and technology. Um, So that's what I do. And that's what Blueprint's all about, uh, developing tools and resources to help therapists of all types channel their inner sort of data scientist and provide high quality measurement-based care. And why is this starting to become even more uh, important for practices, practice owners, solo work group to look at this? Because obviously historically, 
Um, we are in industry, at least as outpatient therapists who have private practices, uh, been in the space where we can provide therapy and kind of do it how, how we see fit, right? With little um, oversight. Uh, you know, if you take insurance, there's some level of, of oversight that's happening, but pretty minimally. Um, and we're seeing the shift uh, a little bit. So tell us a little um, on why it's becoming more prevalent to even be thinking about this in an outpatient setting and um, maybe the definition of values-based outcomes. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of really good stuff to, to unpack in there. Um, I think first and foremost, what, what I heard you say was this comment around accountability and, and, the, and the fact that with a lot of our insurance contracts right now, these are fee-for-service contracts. And so we basically get a fixed amount of money per service that we provide. You know, it, it might be $120 per 60-minute psychotherapy session or whatever it is. Um, but within that comes um, basically like free reign to sort of do, do what you want, um, you know, which, which has generally speaking worked okay. I, I think the, the interesting thing about this has been that there hasn't been any financial incentives for producing quality outcomes. So as a therapist or as a practice, if, if you pride yourself in being highly effective and being really great at what you do, um, other than having that satisfaction and potentially using that for marketing purposes, there's, there's been no real financial incentive there. And so values-based care is this idea um, of providing financial incentives for quality outcomes. Um, in other words, it's um, insurance companies saying, hey, I'm going to reward you as a therapist or as a practice for providing high quality care that you can measure and, and, and show us. Um, so that you have the opportunity to make more money, which is always a good thing. Um, with that comes also potentially penalizing you as a therapist or practice if you show that your care is sort of below the community benchmark. So, so there is both upside and downside risk, um, but that's really at, at the heart of what these values-based care contracts are, um, are headed to um, do. And there's a number of different ones out there now that are sort of in the exploratory um, sort of space right right now where they're optional and you can choose to um, go into these contracts. But, you know, we certainly feel and, and, and we've seen all the trends that the future of mental health care is measurement based. And, um, you know, I, I think we all should be thinking about this now uh, because it's going to be coming up more as a requirement in the not too distant future. Um, what does Blueprint specifically do for those who haven't Googled and looked Blueprint up? How are you helping practice owners and group practices um, really get prepared for um, this kind of shift towards values-based um, reimbursement, values-based sure. outcomes? Um, obviously, I know kind of what you guys do, but for those that, that don't know, in layman's terms, how do you help with that specific issue that's kind of coming about around the accountability of um, the out the actual outcomes that we provide in doing therapy with clients? Yeah, definitely. So, so Blueprint at a high level is a software that was built to help clinicians provide the best possible care, as well as for group practice owners to help scale their business. Um, and we're particularly focused on making it as easy and simple as possible to collect different types of outcome measures and um, track progress across time. 
Um, and then there's, there's a lot of sort of value that comes with that at, at, at different levels of care. So there's value around client engagement, client outcomes, um, client satisfaction, um, benefits at the clinician level as well. But when it comes to values-based care in particular, I, I think more than anything else, um, what we're learning and, and, and seeing is that these insurance companies are going to be increasingly um, requiring some form of objective data um, as part of these contracts. And so as a practice owner, like you, you need to find a way to be operationalizing or, or, or measuring outcomes, like whatever that means for you. Um, and traditionally that's been pretty hard to actually do at scale. So measurement based care is, is not a new concept. It's been around for, for uh, you know, a long time in many areas of health. Um, but with behavioral health in particular, it's, it's traditionally been really hard to collect these outcome measures at regular intervals. Um, people tend to start through paper and pencil forms where you're giving your clients, you know, PHQ-9s or GAD-7s or whatever it might be. Um, and then you have to score those, enter those into a spreadsheet and make sense of that data. It's, it's, it's really not sort of possible at, at, at scale. And because of that, um, we haven't seen measurement-based care really um, sort of expand within our field. Uh, but the really cool thing about technology and what Blueprint's all about is, is both helping um, scale measurement-based care in a really easy way. So as, as a practice or as a therapist, um, you can use Blueprint to collect information from your clients. This is objective information about progress, about symptoms, um, about pretty much anything that's connected to the type of work that, that you do. And then Blueprint will automatically score interpret that um, and show you that back both at the client level as well as the population level. Um, so just a really easy way to actually implement measurement-based care. Uh, but the other really important thing that we do alongside the actual product um, is we provide a lot of advocacy and education for how to actually go about doing this. Like there's a lot of people out there who've never thought about tracking outcomes and like what measures to use and how, how to use them. There's, there's so much un uncertainty. And so um, a lot of what, what we do at Blueprint is, is, is help people begin to um, sort of approach this space and just understand what they need to be doing. Um, and, and so I, I think what we do, um, you know, really well with our sort of secret sauces, it's, it's this combination of this um, really easy to use friendly platform that just makes sense for everyone. Um, together with the education and the training around, you know, how, how to start thinking about these things. Um, I know you and I spoke a few weeks ago, and one of the things that I really liked as a group practice owner and one who has a fairly larger practice is we've always had difficulty um, consistently collecting data across our, all of our locations and across all of our staff. Um, and one of the things that you were talking about before is how you can set blueprint up in a way where there are almost like triggers for certain um, data, for certain pieces of data to be collected, whether it's like, you know, um, after an initial session, two days later, sending out a specific client satisfaction survey or a, a specific, because um, you, you guys have like 
a couple hundred different types of <laughs> yep. measures, right? Yeah. So yep. you can search through as a practice owner, essentially say like, this is the data specifically at like a baseline we want to collect after an initial session or every eight sessions. Um, and, and it happens automatically then because you can set that trigger up so that your clinicians don't actually have to um, send that to clients. Because mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's where the, the issues really come about is really holding every single individual therapist accountable to actually giving their client that um, survey or, or data, right? Yep. Um, and so this can happen automatically. But then on top of that, clinicians are able to based off of the type of therapy they provide, um, there, there are different things like, a, um, what's it called, like a mood diary or whatever that they can grab and use if, um, you know, if their style of therapy uses mood, mood diaries or if they're DBT and they have um, other sort of measures that they wanna collect, that they can then do that on an individual case-by-case -case basis to also strengthen the work that they're doing. Am I saying that all right? That is that is exactly right. Yeah, and what's what's really nice about Blueprint is part of our partnership model starts with just understanding all these nuances around how the different practices want to be using Blueprint. So everything from like, what does meaningful change mean to you? Like, what types of measures do you want to be used that you think are most connected to the type of care that you provide? So we have as you said, over, I, I want to say 200 measures at this point that, that span everything from, you know, pathology-based ones to relationship measures, couple satisfaction, family-based measures. I mean, we, we offer a whole bunch of different stuff and we um, really pride ourselves on, on connecting these different measures to the unique aspects of care that all of our partners have. Um, and then second is, is creating those sort of automated workflows and protocols where it, it it might be, you know, we're, we're going to assign a certain screener at baseline and then these other measures to uh, go out every other week and sort of everything is turnkey such that when clients get enrolled on, on Blueprint, everything kind of happens automatically. Clinicians have, have access to this information, but there's really not much that they have to actually do to keep everything running. Um, and then I, I think the last point that you mentioned as well is, is you know, we're really big on providing different types of tools and resources to keep clients engaged in between session. And so above and beyond the outcome measures that we have on the platform, we have a range of different therapeutic worksheets and symptom trackers. So things like DBT diary cards, CBT thought records, TICES log for EMDR is a big one that we've been seeing recently. Pretty much anything that you give your client to do that's on paper, we've sort of built it into blueprints in a really accessible way. And so, um, you know, as, as, as a therapist, it's, it's easy to keep your clients engaged and it, it provides a sense of um, accountability when you're giving your clients tasks um, outside of session. Yeah, that I, I feel like um, has so much usefulness in it, even looking outside of this whole shift that's happening um, with insurance companies to values-based um, reimbursements and such is just, uh, which I feel like is something that a lot of therapists are going to be resistant to because it's a change, um, but it's also um, has this undertone of feeling like there's more control that insurance companies are having, um, and, and that's an issue that providers have as it is, right? Um, yeah. But there's this 
other element that I am really trying to focus on more, which is um, really being able to provide more benefit to clients and, and like visually show, because as we know, like it's really, it's, it's not super common that clients are, you know, leaving uh, treatment and being like, this was so impactful, like, right, therapists really hold on to those few clients that throughout their years really like let them know that the work that they've done with them has been really good quality work and has been really helpful. And I, I really can see um, regularly measuring things um, in a more intentional way like this is going to provide an opportunity for therapists and clients to see progress that's really being made when that might not be being communicated, which is a whole other issue in and of itself to talk about is <laughs> like how therapists <laughs> are, you know, checking in with clients, yeah. how the treatment is actually going versus just having session after session. Um, but I, I also feel like um, something that you had brought up last time we chatted was that you're seeing clinicians actually using the app itself with the data for that client as like a starting point at each session to really help the client see visually what that progress is looking like and using that as a starting point for each session. Definitely. Yeah. And I'll, I'll preface by, by saying too, so we, we've, you know, spent a lot of our time talking about values-based care and, you know, these, these new contracts, but we are, you know, at the heart of what we do is helping to enhance and sort of facilitate the growth of the relationship between clients and clinicians. Like that's really what we're all about. Um, the sort of secondary gain here is that as a practice owner, you can set yourself up well for the future of these values-based care contracts. But um, you know, there's there's a lot of misconceptions out there that that measurement and that outcome tracking can feel cold. It can feel you know disconnected from from the work that you do and the empathy that you bring as a therapist. Um, but it very much doesn't need to be that way. And that you know, as a client, you want to feel understood and you want to feel connected to your clinician. Um, and and through these these tools like like Blueprint, it's a wonderful way to. Um, to go go about doing that, where you can understand your clients in a in a new and unique way that really does um, enhance the therapeutic relationship. And just one example of that is, you know, what what you were saying, how you know therapists will oftentimes use Blueprint as sort of a temperature check to start um, a session when a client comes in, right? So. So if you are using data, you tend to ask your clients like, "How was your week? You know, how how have things been been going?" And you sort of go from there. Um, what's really exciting and, and unique about Blueprint is, that as a therapist, you have access to um, this rich and meaningful information about your clients in in between session. And so when they come in, you can already have sort of a benchmark for for how how you think they've been, what's been going on. And you can start sessions in much more of, of a targeted way. Um, and so we definitely see, see, see that quite a bit. Yeah, I think that's going to be really um, the most beneficial piece of it, like you said, is less so because, you know, there's movement with insurance companies and more so just refocusing on actual care we're providing. And I think sometimes we get away from that as therapists because we can get into this routine of how we, uh, you know, engage in sessions. And so having a, a tool like this could be really 
helpful in um, holding ourselves accountable, um, whether insurance companies do or not, and um, you know, helping the, the client and therapist relationship. Um, I think as just we're circling to the end here, the only thing that I think is maybe, um, I don't wanna say unique to group practices, because I, I can envision, well, as a solo provider, if you're using it, you're kind of making the choice to use it. And it could, um, you know, depending on the quality of the work that we're doing with our clients, it can show some data that maybe helps us realize we need to do more work on a clinical side to, to um, you know, do better work. But I'm um, envisioning that there's going to be this extra little bit of consideration that group practice owners will have to have because they are kind of making that decision to implement this and it tends to anything that's new or that changes um, tends to be anxiety provoking for employees who really aren't uh, the ones making the decision to like implement a thing like this and it can also feel like um, initially like it's uh, either micromanagey or that uh, employers group owners just want to you know see how they're doing you know what I'm saying and yep. so I think that's just uh, one thing in our group practice owners world that we'll have to think about how we have this discussion and really focus it not on you know we want to implement this thing that's going to show if you're a good therapist or not which is I think what they'll initially think and more from a relationship-based perspective yeah yeah definitely and I, I'll, I'll say too you know we've been doing this for quite some time we were you know we're now in um i want to say almost 40 states you know we've we've done a lot of these different implementations across you know the span of practices all the way from solo clinicians to you know multi-state group practices and uh, you know i having done all of that i i would certainly agree that it's really important as a practice owner to 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 to, to be mindful and to think about how you're going to implement a solution like like Blueprint, uh, because it can certainly be implemented in a way that feels compassionate and connected to your values as an organization. It, it doesn't need to feel like this top-down thing where um, you know therapists are just being mandated to do this and they don't understand why and they're all angry. Like it doesn't need to be that way. And so there's a lot of sort of tips and tricks along the way to um, you know make sure that you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah, and I know you mentioned you guys offer a lot of um, support, especially initially with getting, you know, actually implementing Blueprint in a practice, which is, I think, really helpful for, um, you know, group practices who have employees uh, that will, you know, need to be using this service. So uh, I think that that's also a real benefit. Yep, totally. All right. If people want to reach out and learn more about Blueprint, how can they do that? Yeah, so pretty simple. You can vi visit us at our website. It's www.blueprint-health.com. Um, don't forget the dash in there. Some people do. So it's blueprint-health.com. Um, and that's where you can go to find more information about Blueprint. We have um, a range of different webinars and uh, training activities as well. So that will also be up on the website. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on to chat about uh, values-based treatment and what Blueprint does for practices. Thank you so much. It's been great. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. Like what you heard? Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening from. Need extra support? 
Join The Exchange, a membership community just for group practice owners with monthly office hours, live webinars, and a library of trainings ready for you to dive into. Visit www.members.thegrouppracticeexchange.com forward slash exchange. See you next week.